breaking news on the sports front. Washington Commanders have released Carson Wentz just within the last uh, eight minutes, I believe. At least that's when the word came out. So Carson Wentz no longer with the Washington Commanders. He was there for a year. Uh, This release, though, for the Commanders organization saves them $26 million. So Carson no longer in Washington. Who knows where he will end up, but he is gone uh, from that organization. Uh, Speaking of being gone, I'd seen over the weekend online – a number of area libraries in the state of North Dakota showing uh, a display that said, read them before they're gone. And it it highlighted the fact that you've got the North Dakota legislature that's on their week-long recess. We call it as crossover here. Uh, Both chambers before that crossover have passed some form of a book ban. And I'm going to tell you a little bit later on how it's not just in libraries, but in all those retail stores as well, at least on the Senate side. Uh, But to have the libraries themselves and the people that work in those establishments say, you know what, let's make a statement here and to go on and have a campaign talking about, you know what, reading isn't a crime. Uh, you know, I just tipped my cap to them and I want to learn more about that. So we reached out and that's where we're going to connect with Carrie Betcher, who is the main individual, the president of the North Dakota Library Association. Carrie, I appreciate you taking time. How's your Monday going? It's pretty good. It's a Monday. That says a lot, doesn't it? It is a Monday, and it's still winter, so I completely understand the vibe there. But yep, but I, it's warmer today. It so is. We'll yeah. go with that. Noticeably warmer. That's correct. Silver lining, <laughs> so to speak. But Carrie, explain it. You know, I was uh, following along, and I saw a number of libraries. So this isn't just one incident. This is happening in Fargo. I think it was in Valley City, uh, just to name a couple here. Explain, Valley City, uh, Divide County had oh, one. Okay. So there are um, a number of places. Yep. So we've been working throughout this legislative session with what originally started as three bills, and then they combined the two on the Senate side to make one bill. So there's um, – on the House side, there was House Bill 1205, which has now gone over to the Senate side. Mm-hmm. And on the Senate side, there was – Senate Bill 2360, which has now gone over to the House side. Yeah, and we've uh, we've highlighted 1205, and you know what? I'm going to be honest with you, Carrie. I haven't done a good enough job talking about 2360. I'm going to spend part of today doing that. Uh, Yep. Because we had – I had people emailing last week saying, you know what, this one – yeah, both are bad. Uh, This one a little bit more extreme uh, on the private business side. And what yep. would happen there for like Target and Barnes and Noble, for example? But I, yep, and all of our independently owned bookstores. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I don't know if they know about it. I hope that uh, if they don't, they will by the end of today. But uh, Carrie, talk about uh, the libraries themselves here, because I mean it's been a focal point now this legislative session, and we've seen it nationally. I, I mean, there's been a drive yep. out there. How? What's the reaction been? I mean, uh, I know a couple of librarians that hey, look, we just want to go to work <laughs> and we're doing our job yeah. like we always have explain really your, do. yeah explain your side of this one for me so what are what a lot of our concerns are is these bills are incredibly vague so there's terms that who defines who defines what deviant who defines defines what's sexually explicit who defines what all of these words are supposed to mean mm-hmm. when we look to review a book we have to look at the book as a whole we can't look at just individual pages or individual pictures in a graphic novel and say that encompasses the entire book. Explain that process to me because there's 
Uh, I've been talking about the fact that local control, I mean, they, there's yep. there's measures here in place that are, uh, you know, set in for whatever that local entity might be, whether that's Fargo, whether that's Devil's Lake, pick a community here. Talk, Walk yep. people through what the process is on the library side of what gets allowed to be on a shelf and what doesn't. Yep. So many of our public libraries have what we call a collection management or collection development policy. Mm-hmm. So it lays out that we look at, um, you know, peer journals. We look at professional journals to see the reviews of books. We look at reviews from parents. We have a lot of libraries have where parents can request books. So we look at those and we kind of in those policies lay out how we purchase books for individual libraries at the local level because it's going to be different in Devil's Lake. It's going to be different in Valley City. It's going to be different in Fargo. And many of them contain a a request for reconsideration policy. Mm -hmm. So if parents do have concerns, they can talk to their library, they can fill out these forms, and then the libraries will review their concern and review the material in question. Yeah, so what I just heard is there's already a process to do some of this. Or, in fact, all yep. of the things that the, we're all of a sudden so laser-focused on at the state level that you've got uh, the collection management, so we're, we're going to go and review this. And then if somebody has an issue with it, guess what? There's a reconsideration policy. I, I'm curious, Gary, if yep. you've heard from your members over the last couple of years, have you heard an uptick in people doing the reconsideration policy, or are they just taken to Facebook and online saying, this was in my library. I'm curious. There have been quite a few that have been, um, recently there's been quite a few that have, of course, been publicized. But of, so we threw out that question this over this, the past couple of months, and of 50 out of 83 libraries, public libraries in North Dakota that responded, there have been 24 titles that have been requested for reconsideration in the past five years. Wow. Uh, and what's, I'm curious, what is, what's the reasoning? Uh, I mean, is it somebody saw something online and then all of a sudden they started, you know, going to their library? I'm just, I've got my mind made up of how it's come to be. And I, I think it's probably pretty clear that I, I say a lot of this started on, online social media, but what are you hearing as far that as. That might be some of it. Yeah. Um, explain it to me. In so, Valley City, one of the things that started all of this was a book called Let's Talk About It, A Teen's Guide to Sex, which is a graphic novel. How that, so that was in their library. Their newspaper put out a thing saying, did you know this was in the library? And that kind of sparked the whole discussion in Valley City. Mm-hmm. So, okay, the, the conversation got started. Did anyone then file the uh, the recommend or the reconsideration policy, or was this just something for everybody to shout yep. about? Okay, they did. did. They did fill out everything, and they did go through the process in Valley City. What ultimately happened in Valley City is the book got moved to the adult collection as opposed in their teen section. So it was resolved, ladies and gentlemen, is what I hear, because if, in fact, yep. the intent – is to uh, you know shield this from minors. Well, then the policy, the local control worked. So again, I just look at the the state measures and trying to really have a big hand in this. It's just not necessary. Um, well, and go with ahead. the Senate bill, it goes into um, filters for databases. 
Okay. That the library provides. Um, one of the things with that is any libraries that, so any of our public schools or public libraries that receive federal funding, they're already required to have those filters in place with a federal law. Okay. So they're already in place. <laughs> so we're, we're duplicating at this point and just creating more work on the state level. Because my understanding, and Carrie, you can correct me if I'm wrong, at least one of the measures, at least 1205 on the House side, that's going to be in the Senate, requires a policy of reporting to the state. Is that correct? Yep. Okay. And I imagine that is uh, a, a bigger task now. Um, you know, I, I'm curious, uh, I guess, with the workforce side of this. Because, again, just go do the job. I mean, this is going to add work yep. to those librarians. It's going to add work. Yep. It's going to add um, time for people mm -hmm. to do it. So let me see if I can find that. Bottom line is we're adding red tape to li public libraries is what we're doing here. And yeah. For something that's already being done, it's already being uh, collected, it's already being reported to a federal side. The local control is working, at least you gave an example in Valley City. So, again, I'm looking yep. at these measures, and it's really just chest pounding from some lawmakers to say, look, we're trying to do something here, even though there's already been results from what's there already. Yeah. Okay. So what's next? Uh, you know, you, you had the, the read them before they're gone displays in some of the libraries. I noticed uh, yep. online the, the reading isn't a crime campaign. Have, have they been yep. received? Uh, I know that there's talk about some kind of sit-ins and some, some silent readings as well. Yep. So a lot of those are being uh, started not by the librarians. They're being started by the friends, people who go to the library, private mm -hmm. citizens are starting those and just saying, hey, are you okay if we meet outside your library? So there's action going on then, at least. Uh, yep. So the, this week is crossed over, then they get back together on Bismarck. And, uh, I mean, did was there a testimony? Did, did the association or these uh, your librarians, did they go out and testify why these are unnecessary? Yep. So we testified for on both sides for the bills before they passed. And now that since they crossed over when they – have their hearings, we'll be able to testify again. Right. Uh, okay, you know. Yeah. Go ahead. It, it, before I let you go, tell tell the listening audience what you're telling lawmakers so they can get a sense of, you know, where the association's coming from on this. Yep. Basically what we're talking what we're asking them is who's defining all of these terms? Who's gonna be the one that makes these decisions and really kind of concentrating on we do have policies and processes already in okay already in place that we don't we don't need to create them they're already there and really emphasizing that local control and keeping that at the local level because what works in Fargo is not going to work in Devil's Lake is not going to work in Minot is not going to work in Bismarck it really needs to be up to the local control well I, I you and I are certainly in agreement and you know what Carrie there's a lot of people listening right now that agree with that Anything else before I let you go? I just thought it was great that I saw that there's some action going on out there, some awareness raising. Yep. I, I've seen too long in my time out in Bismarck where I was hoping those that were kind of the target of these bills would speak up louder, and unfortunately didn't. And so I was happy to see this, but the floor is yours before I let you yep. go. Uh, one thing I would say is if you do have questions about our policies and procedures, please contact your local library because we really do love talking about libraries. <laughs> Very good. And you can find that all, I'm sure, just by a click away. Carrie, I appreciate your time on a Monday afternoon. I'm going to let you go. You take care, all right? 
You too. Thank you. All right. Thank you. That's Carrie Betcher. She is the president uh, with the North Dakota Libraries Association. So, folks, it's already being done. It's it's already being taken care of. Everybody's screaming in Valley City. You accomplished what you wanted. It's been moved. So why in the world do I see like Wobama, the guy that turned his back on a prayer in the North Dakota Senate because somehow him and Yana Myrtle didn't agree with what was being said. So how is it that he's out there saying, you know what, they didn't do a good enough job, so I'm going to use my weight as a state senator to really force the issue here. Explain it to me. I'll take your thoughts at 35270. You can call me at 237594. We're going to come back to that story. Your comments, and I'm going to explain a little bit more about the Senate bill. It's a little bit more troublesome when we come back. But first, got to get you a weather update from Too Tall Tom Shemansky. We'll wrap up the first hour of After News Live next. Woo-hoo, woo-hoo.